Hey, I'm Trey Cow, the Socialist Barista. And I'm Trey Dex. And this is the Socialist Barista Podcast, Thanksgiving edition. Woo! Today we are talking about crazy regular custies and some of our favorite regular custies. And also going to be letting you guys know a little bit about our plans for our season finale happening next week. Uh, again, you can listen to this podcast wherever you usually listen. That's Spotify, iTunes, or if you're a person that says tip top, you probably listen to us on Overcast. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Socialist Barista. Yeah, this is the Socialist Barista Podcast. All right, real quick, we've got some new Patreonites. Patreonites! Ilona and DJ. They've been listeners and are pretty consistent at communicating and responding to uh, memes on the IG page. So uh, glad to have them now as some of our um, Patreonites. Let's go Patreonites. That's pretty dope. So thanks a bunch, guys. Yeah. And just a reminder, the next two Patreon supporters of any level before December will get a Socialist Barista button. And our anyone that has our Batch Brew tier or above is going to get a Sip the Drip coffee sample. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm it's excited about tasty. that. Tasty. Let's go. Oh, also, I just remembered something um, that I didn't put in the notes, so I'm just going to say it right now. Um, the Sprudgy Awards are coming up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The, the nominations are out. Or what? Not, they're not out. You can nominate somebody, actually. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you could go on there and you could nominate, nominate the Socialist Barista Podcast. Wait, we can be nominated? Yeah, for Best Coffee Podcast. Get out of here. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm here. I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay right here. here. I'm not going to stay right here. Um, so yeah, if you want to nominate us, that would be freaking sweet. Dude, that'd be crazy. I'll put a link in the description. I didn't even know what these um, were till I, like yesterday. I didn't either until like well, a year ago, but, uh, I don't really expect us to win best podcast, No. but if we were nominated, it cool. would be a huge help to helping more people find us. It'd so, be freaking cool. You should nominate us so that people can find us. <laughs> that would be nice. Or just tell your friends. Yeah, tell your friends. So they can find us. Your barista friends. Oh, yeah. Barista bros and gals and <laughs> and uh, others. Else. Other bros. Yes. Live show announcements. So we talked last week, Manchester Coffee Co. having a live show for Lexington slash surrounding area baristas. And then Governor the, Andy Bashir. The next day after we recorded. Yeah, after <laughs> literally the day the episode dropped or the day after we recorded, I think. Yeah. Right. Um, they have new restrictions till the 13th of December, which definitely stop us from having that event. But at the same time, we want to be part of the solution, not part of the problem either way. So it all works out. So what we're going to be doing is we're going to be doing a live show, but a little bit different then. We're going to have a segment that's going to be live that you can tune in on Instagram to listen. Um, and then the other half of that is we're going to have a way for you guys to call in to the episode. Oh, yeah. We're going to have like a little phone number set up and I'll have like a designated time that you guys could call in on that phone number. You might leave a message or you might actually talk to us. And when you talk to us, that will also be your chance to be on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Special guesties. We'll be doing like rapid fire little one to two minute interviews with whoever wants to call from wherever you can call. I think you can call from anywhere in the world when we figure it out. Hopefully. What? I know. That's cool. I have, some, up, I have some solutions. I'll have to show you later. But anyways, um, and part of what we're going to be doing is we're going to be having like kind of like a trivia of the podcast yeah yeah so listen listen up on your episodes if yeah. you're not caught up or holiday season catch up on these mm-hmm. episodes as you're driving wherever for thanksgiving or you're just not working on thanksgiving 
listen to some episodes and refresh your memory a little bit because mm-hmm. we're going to have uh, questions that you can answer and win stuff like socialist barista buttons. Oh, yeah. Um, I think some coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah some coffee and a t-shirt, socialist barista t-shirt. Only three exist in the world right now. <laughs> I have one. I'd have two, <laughs> but I don't wear them because I'm going to give them to people. And also, the grand prize is going to be our fellow Carter Everywhere mug with the Socialist Barista logo on it. Ooh. Um, I posted it on my IG, so check it out on the stories. Um, and I'll kind of post it again in the future. If you're listening to this and you're like, I don't see that, it'll be on there later on. But yeah, I'm super excited for that. So. Super pumped. Super pumped. We got prizes. Let's we go. got live interviews, special guesties. It's going to be a fun time. Oh, yeah. And I think we have a special guest. That we'll be bringing on. Yes, but I haven't asked them yet. <laughs> so hopefully well, by the I time this, asked them, but by the time this releases, you will have asked yes. them. It's let's just let's just say we have uh, hopefully another coffee memer joining us. So you don't want to miss that. Yes, that'll be very cool. Double the coffee meme awesomeness. Very excited. Oh yeah. Anyways, so Trey, what's up? That's me. The day this episode comes out is yeah. Thanksgiving. Oh, so some people are listening right now, and it's Thanksgiving, twenty twenty. What? Yeah, we're there. I know. So you're telling it's, me it's pre Christmas? It's pre Christmas. I'm pretty excited. Oh yeah. So like, what are you grateful or thankful for this year? Um, I'm thankful for this podcast, to be honest, because I originally was gonna say no, because I was like, that's a lot of work. I don't know. And then ever since we started, it's actually been really awesome. But I'm kind of thankful for just all the people this year that I've gotten to know and meet and get close to. Um, And I'm moving back to Nashville, which is really awesome. But man, like the friends that I've made, the relationships, you know, that I've like gained this year have just been unreal. Um, And I definitely noticed that at this Friendsgiving that I was at this last week uh, in Nashville. And... Yeah, I think there is something to be said for any barista out there that's worked in multiple multiple places and traveled a lot and made, just had to be the new guy everywhere they go or the new girl or whatever. Um, I think there's something to be said about, you know, everywhere you go, you get a chance to make new friends and meet new people. And I am extremely thankful that last year, even though it was a year that seemed very lonely at times, just because of, you know, COVID, mm. um, I made probably more friends and got to know more and more people and actually felt like I was making a difference in community uh, the most this last year. And I'm extremely thankful for that personally. Uh, what about you? What are you thankful for? Man, like literally, you know, a year ago, I found out my shop was going to be closing and I was pretty much out of coffee until like this past August. <laughs> and it has been like a really tough year, like, you know, being out of that for so long for a little bit. And feeling like, man, like, what's my place even in coffee? And uh, this podcast has definitely been, and, like, ramping up the meme page has definitely been something I'm grateful for. So cool. Um, I just, like, I've really enjoyed it. And, like, really, like, what's made it awesome is, like, seeing how other people are like, man, like, thank you for making this. And I'm like, whoa, like, you like this. That's cool. I just, you know, I'm just an average guy. I'm nothing special, but people like to listen. Yeah. To me talking on a microphone about a bunch of nonsense and <laughs> m- mumble a bunch of words all the time. <laughs> and I talk for 100 years and super fast, so yeah, have fun with that, Sorry. listeners. <laughs> we we apologize. We know you're not grateful for it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm grateful for that. 
Um, and grateful. I have a new job. I'm starting soon. Oh heck yeah! It'll be making kombucha. Booch. At Thrive Kombucha. I'm pretty excited about it. It's gonna be really cool. So, yeah, got a little uh, tryout month in December, and if everything goes well, I'll be full time joining the staff, and that's gonna be exciting. So it up. I'm leaving the coffee shop I'm at now, and might possibly still be in the coffee game a little bit, a huh. shift or two a week. That's a hope. In Lexington, don't know where yet. But Dulce's kind of figuring out how things look. <laughs> Can't really make any for sure promises on that. But I'm still doing coffee. I'm still doing the podcast. We all hope that we're you still stay sipping in coffee. The drip. Yeah, we're still sipping hey, drip. Let's just say I got some coffee plans in the future too. Whoa, you know my own little thing. You? I'm hoping to start. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Whoa, is this like a little exclusive for our listeners? A little touch. Okay, a little exclusive for our listeners. I may or may not be in the works. This coming year, working to make a little mobile coffee cart. What? Mm-hmm. That's it. I already knew. I'm I just a, acting surprised. I know, yeah. Listeners, I got, did I seem surprised? Comment in the Instagram. <laughs> I have a vision. I have an idea. Um, but just kind of figuring out with partnerships yeah. and uh, who I'm going to be doing it with because somebody decided to move back to Nashville. All right, dude. So, you know. Anyways, but so stay tuned for that because we're going to be doing some crowdfunding for that. Ooh, I crowdfunding. I am poor. I'm poor. And black. <laughs> oh, okay. So, this is episode ten, we made it, dude. Dude, the the we scheduled. We said let's at least do ten episodes. We made it. And you know what? I'm feeling grateful for our Patreon supporters. Let's go. That we're gonna release an episode, a little teaser episode that we did as a sound check. We're gonna release that early for our Patreon supporters, and then we're gonna have that come out the week after the season finale mm-hmm. in mid-December for everyone else to listen to. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be super cool. It's going to be super cool. But as we're at episode 10, I think we got to do it right with a sip the drip. Oh, heck yeah. We had a, we had one of our amazing listeners and followers. Uh, I think her name is, is either Barbie, but her at is uh, Barbara Luther. But she... Asked me if she could send some coffees for Sip the Drip. And I was like, heck yeah. And she sent us three mystery coffees. They're mystery. Like, they're just numbered. Yes, they're just numbered. And there's, a, I guess, the, in the inside, there's the an envelope. envelope. And it has, like, what it all is. about the coffee. I'm so And amped. each bag says, like, who am I? And it's, like, number one, number two, number three. And, like, all these, like, you can... I mean, oh, that's just exciting. That's the yeah. sound. I'm pumped. So we're going to Sip the Drip and... Both we're both blind this time instead of me knowing it and Trey not knowing Man, it. This we is both super have cool. No idea, so. Yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, we we paused the recording to brew, and so we sipped a little bit before we got on, and we already started talking about it. He goes, "Just hit record." <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, clarification. Um, I know Trey is a professional Q grader. Um, I am not. So no ju- no judgment. I was about to say I'm the only one that's had to guess on this show. <laughs> I'm so just far. kidding. I know, right? Oh, wait, uh, Trey. I don't know if you. We just typically do whenever we do ship a drip. We typically do a pretty basic V60 recipe. Yeah. Uh, a one to sixteen ratio most yeah. of the time. So um, just when, to kind of have a consistency along, just to see what happens. So we I, have to I Trey. Know, we have to sip the drip right now. You yeah, know that, right? I know some of these home brewers are probably like, "Oh my gosh, you can't do the same ratio for every Hold single coffee you get." Let's see. Uh, Deal with it. <laughs> oh, that was a little, little, little cupper slurp. Dang, this is super good. So this is number one. Uh, the the package labor labeled, "Who am I?" Number one. 
Yes. Very good handwriting, by the way. Yes, I love your handwriting. This is, it's honestly very good. Like, surprising, it's not surprisingly good, but it's like, I was not expecting it. Yeah. It's, it's, and I think the the looks of all the coffees, they all look like they're washed. But I could also maybe see it being. No, this number one's natural, man. I didn't look at that. I didn't realize that. No, I'm not even saying the look, the taste. That lingering flavor, if it is washed. This does kind of look like a natural. Kind so, of cheating because usually I don't look at the beans. But yeah, you're not supposed to. Whatever. Bite me. Oh, man. It's really tasty. Yeah. It's, it's too tasty to be a Central American, I think. Yeah. But that's the thing. Some of the flavoriness of it is not. I'm going to say Sumatran. I know that is a weird stretch, but it has. It reminds me of a Sumatran coffee that I've had in the past. Real tasty. Yeah, that's tough. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Africa. I definitely think it's an African. Um, I don't know if it's Ethiopian though. No, I don't know. It's not. There is no fruit in this. I don't taste any fruit. If there is fruit, it's darker fruit. Like I guess stone fruit would be a better term. Yeah, that's like one of the most basic. <laughs> tasting notes to say definitely a stone fruit definitely a stone fruit well something citrus what do you think we open the envelope yeah I can sip on all that but we got two more coffees to go and it is almost eight at yeah, night I was about to say caffeination station alright number one caffeination station alright number one. Oh snap okay oh gosh I hate when I have to pronounce these things but I'm gonna do it okay here we go Ethiopian dang I know you suck dude it's not me. I didn't pick the coffee. Hey, I will say our Patreon... No, you picked correctly, and I didn't. Uh, our Patreon supporters did vote to do a natural Ethiopian for our next... No, actually, it was washed. Never mind. What is it? Oh, it is washed. Uh-huh. Wow. Yes. I'm horrible at and this And that's game. what our Patreon supporters wanted us to do next, so by coincidence. Okay. Binti Ninka. I probably mispronounced that, but the region is Guji. Guji. I love Guji's. Um, produced by Smallholder Farms, heirloom varietal, um, twenty one hundred meters is elevation. Wow, certification organic. So who who roasted this? Where is it from? Who's uh, the roaster? Okay. Honestly, I don't know. Oh, I need to ask. So it's like a mystery, just complete mystery. It's a mystery. Um, weird. Coffee growers in the surrounding community bring their cherries to the Binti Ninka washing station, through which they receive a premium payout for their hard work. The washing station reinvests a portion of their profits back into lo- local communities, building schools, and providing educational resources that further the development of coffee producing in the region. Rad. That's awesome. That's super cool. I, I really like I really like coffees that have like a story where they impact you know the actual people and place that they're from. Yeah. You know, I really think it's cool when roasters like have those kinds of partnerships that are more of like wow, like we're not just like roasting. You know, we're not just sourcing and saying we're best friends with the you know farmer, and we're not just you know doing this, but like this is actually helping a greater, broader scale of people. Pretty cool. Dope. All right, let's, let's brew, move on. Brew number two. All right, number two. Oh, real quick. Oh, real quick. I forgot to say the tasting notes of the first one. Of the first one. Okay. Yes. Um, black tea, lemongrass, and honey. Definitely black tea flavor in there. I had a hard time tasting the honey, but yeah. The black tea and lemongrass oh, is so black tea esque. I think I got a little bit of that like sweetness that you'd find in honey. A little bit, yeah. And sometimes it kind of actually reminded me of a honey processed uh, Costa Rican I had recently. Really? Just a little bit. Um, but it was kind of interesting. But it was Wait. a really good coffee. But 
On to number two. Here we number go. Number two. Mm, number two. It smells real cool. Yeah, the aromatics are Hold on, I got nice. I got to sip the drip. That pops. Ooh. It's like peppery or something. Yeah. In a good way. Like, um, that has a really nice, like, like kind of as it's finishing, finishes on the side of the tongue. I'm assuming nice. it's washed. Just if that last one was washed, I'm assuming this one is only because like that flavor lingers. And these, I guess, are freshly roasted. Maybe that's why I kind of assumed it was natural because that f- usually I base a natural on a wash based off of how the flavor sticks in my mouth. I think, I think based on when it shipped out, they might be maybe six, seven days off roast. Wow. I'm not 100%. When did I FaceTime you the other this day? This is so good. It's kind of got that tame Central America vibe. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm leading towards. It's tame, but it's explosive. Like, yeah, it's weird. It kind of has like not maybe a little. I don't know. I don't want to say jalapeno or habanero, but it's kind of got. I don't know. It's got a little bit of that in there. Yeah. To me, I mean, I might be a complete idiot. I mean, I'm I'm no cup taster, or Q grader, but. All right, tastes like good coffee to me. I'm saying somewhere in Central America. I can't be specific, personally, but man, yeah, I kind of get that spice now. I'm out. Like Central Americans, kind of there. For me, I could be totally off. And then I'm going to say washed. Not for the sake of being smart enough to know the difference at the moment. but Yeah. Um, I can agree on the washed. I I want to say... It's a Cuban. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of a Costa Rican, but not yeah, completely. I get that vibe. It'd also be a, maybe a Colombian. Ooh. I don't know. Mm. That's me. All right. Open the envelope. We'll see. I won't guess more than one because that's cheating. Yeah. All right. Number two. <laughs> some more. I want, you, I want you to hear me opening it so you know it's. Here we go. All right. Let's look. Blue Batak. Uh, oh. Shut up. Sumatra. Are you kidding me? Ling, lint, to, lintong. Wow. Um, we suck at this. I don't know if the variety is typica. I don't know if that's a variety or if that means something else. Uh, ooh, okay. The process is wet hold and elevation 1650. Wow, wet hold. Um, okay, named for the indigenous Batak ethnic group, this triple-picked coffee grows just south of a large volcanic lake, Toba. Volcano coffee. Volcano coffee. I'm about it. Like most Sumatran coffees, this coffee is wet hold, a unique process to Indonesia known locally as Giling Basa. Oh, I don't know what wet hold is. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm going to look that up. Look it up. Tasting notes. Golden raisin, orange zest, and cedar. Whoa. I think the cedar could be where you get a little bit of that, like... Yeah, because I'm trying to wonder where that kind of, like... like, Really herbally taste. Yeah. Like... Because it was was like that. Man, we just sound so educated describing this. Yeah, we're idiots. I'm I'm, guessing. All the coffee nerds out there are like, oh, my gosh. These these guys guys are are stupid. stupid. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) We don't even care. We're just baristas. They're like, clearly dude, way smarter people than us. What's the TDS? I don't know. It tastes like coffee, though. <laughs> All right. Let's gear up for number three. Man, these are awesome. Here we go. I got a sip. Sip drip. the drip. <laughs> Whoa. Almost spilled it. That is delicious. Mm. It's like a near milk chocolatey. Yeah. That's more, that's more my... 
or cocoa, uh, you know what I mean? Favorite kind of drink. Coffee. Okay. I'm into this. Man, it's almost like that honey process vibe. Okay. It's either honey or natural. I do not think it's washed. That, and, and I must just suck because Man, maybe it's just freshly roasted. It's so good. But the flavor is just staying around my mouth the whole time. Yeah. Like heavily. I was just thinking that myself. So I'm going to just say honey process just to be unique. Of course, natural process is this, my backup. This one definitely has my favorite like mouthfeel overall. Yep. Man, I would just, I would drink a whole thing of this. Usually, if you know me, when I go get pour overs, like I don't really want a whole lot of coffee to drink. But if you serve me a big mug of this, I would not be disappointed. I drink it all. If that last one, if that last one was Sumatran, this one is either El Salvador. Okay, El Salvador. I'm going crazy just because this person seems a little wild, a little on the wild side. I'm uh, Central America is what I'm thinking because I'm just in love. But El Salvador, because it reminds me of one of my favorite coffees. But I'm going to say El Salvador. Okay. What do you, wait? What do you say? You know, I weirdly enough, I've only had one. Coffee from this region, from Nicaragua. All right. And I'm going to go from Nicaragua. Wait, Why did not? you say process? No, I didn't say that. Oh, the process? Uh, Don't cheat. I still think washed. Okay, fine. Okay. Go. Ooh, eat it. It is washed. You Whoa! You're stupid. Ugisu AA. Mount Elgun, Uganda. Uganda? That is wild. Why do all these coffee... Well, this is super cool. I know. I don't think I've... I've only had... I don't even know if I've ever had a Ugandan coffee in my life. I don't think so either. I'm naming I, places I that only coffees that I've drank and this person's like wild. I know. I actually don't think I knew that they grew much coffee in Uganda. Dang, that takes... Actually, no, I think it is. Producer Boomwamba. Or Boomwambu. Okay, Boomwambu. It's a SL14. That's a variety. Uh, washed, seventeen forty-five meters. Tasting notes: Hit molasses, me. limeade, and walnut. Molasses. Yeah, that's what that sweet is. Yeah, and that I think even that mouthfeel kind of speaks for that. And the walnut, like it definitely okay, has that it's nut- nutty. nuttiness. It's I like that nutty. a lot. Um, I don't know if I really got the limeade, but it could have also just been the way I brewed it. Yeah. So if you guys ever want to listen to, um. Very mediocre to below mediocre coffee drinkers, Socialist Barista Podcast. Amen, brother. Please don't let your rate of our podcast reflect on how bad we are at this. Yes, and please leave a nice rating for us. Mm. I like that. Okay. This is definitely my favorite. I'm going to read this description. Okay. This coffee comes from the Friends of Mothers Initiative in the Mount Elgin region of Uganda. Their mission is to increase access to health, education, and development in the region through coffee growing. Their main projects include providing access to education through building schools and investing in infrastructure that will better the next generation. Man. Well, that is just really good. That is, it really was. Uh, number three is my favorite, personally. I think. The Ugandan. I think I'm the same. I think my, number three is my favorite. Number one is my second favorite. And my third favorite is. Um, number two. Number two. But not to say that number two wasn't good. They're no, no, all no. really good. Honestly. I would definitely go three, two, and one. But hey, okay, so here's the deal. Uh, Barbara Luther, we need to know where were these roasted. Like, can people buy these? Because they're super tasty. Uh, so hit us up. We'll try to put it out on Instagram or something like yeah, that. Put it in the description too. Yeah, or uh, hit us up on Instagram. Well, hopefully, we might actually contact you before then. But 
Be sure to look on our Instagram. We're going to try to find a way to like post about this so you guys can try these coffees because they yeah. are so good. And like I said, if you are a Patreon supporter of a certain level or higher, if you're one of the first 10, or if you do our Sip the Drip tier on Patreon, maybe I'm going to send you some of these coffees. Oh, that would be rad if they know? could get some of these because these are so good. I think I'm definitely going to be sending some of these coffees. Specifically, so, so freaking tasty. And yeah. All right. Coming up next, we're going to talk about the Custy Myers-Briggs a little bit more, and we're going to read about some wild regular Custies you guys have. Okay, so like we talked a little bit about this Custies Myers-Briggs yeah. a while ago, and I was, was going to just like expand on it and go more in depth, but I realized like you guys would probably just get bored because like... It's kind of hard to like say all that. It'd be easier if I just put a visual out. So this week I'm going to work on a visual that I'll post on my Instagram. Good call. Um, yes. But as we said, there are four quadrants. Just like in the real Myers-Briggs, there's four quadrants to this. Um, so the four quadrants, your patient Paul, an ignorant customer, but he's very nice for the most part. Uh, then you have your good guy, Greg. They're knowledgeable they are very nice. You know, they know yeah. they know about how to, and by knowledgeable, I mean they know how to operate in a coffee shop. They know what they want. Um, they might right. know about coffee. It varies. Um, then you have your cold brew, Chad. Might be knowledgeable, might, might know how to be in a coffee shop, but they're kind of rude. And I actually have a, go ahead. Okay, okay. And then the fourth one is Karen. Ignorant and rude. Doesn't really know how coffee shops work. She has the most complicated order um, or just like, doesn't know where to order, and they're just overall mean. So, this is from the board, the you know the higher ups uh, of the Socialist Barista Podcast, aka some of our listeners. And Cold Brew Chad is a good name, but I actually have a personal connection to knowledgeable but rude, and we can use them for something else. But there was this guy we used to call Refill Will, ooh, and he used to come in. And he got a cold brew, and he came in and would just be like, yeah, can I get a refill on cold brew? And the baristas, you know, didn't really know, like, they didn't know that we weren't giving refills, and we had to say, like, yeah, we're not giving refills. So then somebody had to break the news to him that we didn't give refills. And he was just kind of like, well, I'll come here all the time. I've been coming here for so long. I'm get- No, I just can't get refills anymore. It's like, yeah, we weren't supposed to do it in the first place. And so we called him Refill Will from then on. Wow. So maybe not for this, but I want to just put that in your pocket. So, so here's the thing, like, you know, your cold brew Chad, what I mean by knowledgeable uh, but mean is not necessarily that they know a lot about coffee. Sometimes right. some of the people do. There's four in each of these categories. Right. Each of these four, there's four. Um, but they also might know how to work the system. They're the people that came up with the cheater yeah. latte. Yeah. Getting the ice they cup suck, with dude. espresso and then adding all the half, half, half and half to it. Mm-hmm. They come up with that kind of crap, or they kind of have a way of getting you to give them an extra drink, being like, oh, one of our drinks was wrong. We already drank out of it. Like, can we get another ice vanilla latte? You know, like. That reminds me of Refill Will so hard. He would try to cheat the system. I just think it's funny that we, uh, my friend Morgan Combs is, I think, the one that came up with the name, or Katrina, I forget, came up with Refill Will. And I was like, that's the best name for that guy ever. Refill Will. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, Instagram, though. They had some. They oh had something gosh. to say about this. So we're gonna read some about some of these wild. <laughs> we're just gonna spend the custies. next twenty minutes. And there's some good <laughs> ones. Yeah, we're just gonna kind of read these because like they're just so good. I'd rather go into depth and you know 
uh, elevate y'all's voices yeah, yeah. than me just talk for this 20 minutes. This is definitely episode yeah. 10 is an episode by the listeners for the listeners. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, okay, I'm going to actually start with one a, f- a few stories of mine. Yeah. Mostly because I had coworkers message these in and I was like, yes, I remember that. Or like ex coworkers. But, okay, so. If you worked at Daily Offerings or Barista Social here in Lexington, Kentucky, <laughs> specifically the Malibu location, you probably know about Espresso for Here guy. He <laughs> he's a he's a professor at University of Kentucky. Oh god, um, I don't know what he taught, like, but like he was just weird. He came in, he was like balding at the top, but he had hair all around, and then he had glasses, and he was kind of tall, but he'd always come and he'd be like. Can I get an espresso for here, please? It's probably a political science major or a Honestly, professor. He gives that vibe for sure. I'm kidding. So in the um, coffee Myers Briggs, he'd be what I would call a CKMQ. He's uh, getting coffee. He's knowledgeable at what he wants and how to order it, but he's kind of rude and he's very quiet unless he doesn't need to be. This is the guy that probably will leave you a Yelp review. Oof. Without saying anything to your manager. That's not nice. It's a silent Karen. It's funny, yeah. And that's the thing. Oh, my gosh. I, okay, wait. Before we go any further, okay. Parker sent, Parker told me this one. Where did I write it down? It was one in one of our past ones. Uh, tell your next story, but I'm going to look this up okay. while you do it. But Parker told me one the other day. Go. So this guy would come in, and he'd get an espresso over here. So, like, my first day at Barista Social, um, and he'd been a regular because, like, we basically, it was a shop takeover or whatever, ownership takeover, but... Um, so like my first like few weeks, I was really good. Like I go around the cafe taking people's plates and stuff and just kind of keeping the dishes low. And like, I don't like seeing the dish bin get really too full. And I would go around and I'd pick up stuff. And so I go to this guy and I pick up his plate without asking. I pick up his plate that had literal crumbs on it, just crumbs. And I take it and wash it. And then he comes up to me later. He's like, you took my plate away. And I was like, yes. <laughs> and he said, what if I was still eating that? I was like, oh, well, there was just crumbs on it. And he's like, but what if I wanted that? I was like, I wanted to be like, okay, well, I'll, I was like, I almost wanted to grab a pastry, sprinkle some crumbs on the counter and say, there you go, take that. (laughs) But like, it was just so weird. And like, he ended up kind of liking me a little more later on. Like, but I had this weird disdain for him for a long time. And he's still kind of weird. But then like, he had this wife that he'd bring in sometimes. And she was just weird. And she'd always ask us like, oh, can I get the coffee grounds? Like, can can I, do you guys have coffee grounds I can have? Because we had like a huge, uh, a bucket of espresso grounds and right. we would trade it with a local florist and they give us flowers for our shop it was pretty good trade-off but right. we were like no we have a deal and she'd ask every barista all the time and like act like she hadn't <laughs> been told 20 times before like it was annoying uh then at Northline, we had this guy named royce uh, or sorry, not Royce, uh, this French guy. He was actually really cool. He'd always come in, and he'd drive like a Land Rover. He'd, he'd pull up to the shop at North Lime on the original location. They're probably in the Gray Line station by the time this podcast comes out. But he'd pull up. He'd come out. He had like a sport coat and like, you know, track joggers or whatever and like glasses. And he'd be like, can I get two cafe au lait, please? And like, <laughs> it was like super fancy. Can but, I get like, two cafe au lait? He was really cool, though. Like, I'd give him the cafe au lait, and then like, yeah, he would go on his day and he always leave us a really good tip but what was the story you were gonna tell okay dude okay so i was hanging out with parker while i was in nashville this last weekend and we, i was telling him about the myers briggs a little bit because i was like dude i want to unpack this thing for you because i think it's hilarious and so uh, a little recap if you didn't know 
how we do like the letters is like the first one is C or D, so it's coffee or decaf, which decaf or decaffeinated stuff. So people that want things that are more like hot chocolates or they're just like, oh, um, I don't like coffee, so they're tea people or something like yeah. that. They're not going to be somebody that's like super into coffee. The next one is knowledge or ignorance. So they know a lot about coffee or they're ignorant to things about coffee. Or how to run, how to go into a shop and yeah, order. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then we have nice and then mean, so N and N, N, M. And then we have talkative and quiet. And so a, a few weeks ago when we started this, we talked about the C-I-M-T, which is, so that means... They love coffee. They uh, they want coffee. They want caffeine. They're ignorant. They're mean, and they're talkative. And we said that one was Karen. And I told Parker about how like the quiet version of a Karen. So uh, a C I M Q would be like that Karen that shares something on like Yelp and does leaves a Yelp review or something like that. Hates the experience, whatever like that. So she won't ask for the manager. She'll just go on and write a Yelp review of how horrible it was. Yeah. And he goes, Oh, that's not a Karen. That's a Sharon. And because uh, she's sharing everything, and I was like, "Yeah, oh, Parker, you're a genius." Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, so we have oh to gosh. Sharon. That's what they are. So that one that leaves that Yelp review, they came in, and you're like, "Dude, I saw that woman come in. She seemed fine," and then they leave a bad review. Yeah. Mm. Or that Instagram story the that's worst. like, "This place is the worst." <laughs> it's like they made me wear a mask. Yeah. There was this. Um, so. Another regular we had when I was at Brisa Social slash what used to be Daily Offerings on Malibu, one of the owners of that, like the venue, which was like the area where all those businesses and our coffee shop was at in mm-hmm. Lexington. And uh, he would always come and he was just annoying. Like for a long time, he'd come in, he'd be like, and like this guy has a Botox looking face and like the God. ugly teeth and like super tan. And like he's just, I'm sure you can imagine him. He's horrible. But he'd walk in and be like, let me get a uh, pour over, something chocolatey. Like, it would be like, something chocolatey. Something chocolatey. Oh a lot of teeth. Gosh, a lot of dude. teeth in yes, it. Yes, all the teeth. Yes. Ugh. And then, like, after a while, though, one day he tried an iced blueberry tea. And okay. he loved it. So he'd come in all the time and get it. And one day, and, like, this guy was annoying. He was really weird with the women employees. And, like, he used to be really aggressive. And, like, uh, I actually heard some stories today even. I was like, oh, my gosh. I didn't even know those things. But, like, he was just, like, literally the worst. But sometimes he would tip well. So it's like, oh, I hate you, but you tip well, but I hate you. <laughs> And then like, what do I do? Like, but he was just like, and like, if you worked there, you know how horrible and annoying this guy was. And like, every time you saw this stupid fancy Range Rover, you're just like, oh my here gosh, he here he comes. Or like, he'd send his wife in. He's like, Royce is coming by a little bit. Will you make him ice blueberry tea, whatever? Like, oh, oh my gosh, so annoying. And one day he was like, man, if y'all ever ran out of this blueberry tea, I don't know what I'd do. I might slip my wrist. And I was almost like, is that a promise? What? <laughs> Like, that's so uh, intense yeah i couldn't stand them but okay so we're gonna read some some of y'all's uh favorite and least favorite custies maybe even talk about where would they be on this myers-briggs i'm in coffee myers-briggs i don't know okay alex Zimmerman always coming in with good replies what up alex he said okay engineering major who insists that our 10 ounce ceramic mug holds more than our 12 ounce to-go cup what? That our 10-ounce mug holds more than our 12-ounce to-go cup. The funny thing is 12-ounce to-go cups are actually not 12 ounces. They're like 13 to 14. I don't know why, but most places like Solo does this with their paper cups. Mm-hmm. We experiment with this. It's like they, they give you the cup with the intention that it's probably going to have at cream added. Right. It's not every cup company, but like Solo, I think, does that in some other places. Yeah. So that's like... 
hella incorrect. I like that this guy's an engineering major and he can't like comprehend that. That's just kind of funny to me. Gosh. But like, maybe you should send your money back because you're not learning much. <laughs> but also, like, what is it? What's Ouch. my trustees thinking sometimes that they know more than you do, even though they have no idea about anything behind the counter? Like that, that is kind of weird. Like one time, so we have a hot water tower, and then we have the hot water tap that you get on the Fetco brewer. Right. And I mean, the hot water tower is literally programmed to keep water at a certain temperature. Yeah, one eighty. And then you know the tap on the Fetco it's supposed to be two hundred five, but it yeah, comes at one ninety. Exactly. And this lady like came and was just like, "Oh, like will you get me water out of that one? Like, I, like I know it's gonna be. It's supposed to be hotter. It's usually always hotter." And I was just like. What do you know? You don't even know what this like. like I don't know. That's weird. Just people like assume things like they know what's going on. Like they have like they, kn- they have this hidden knowledge that baristas don't know, but they know. And like, come on, I don't know. Get out of here. They think they're operating on like a higher playing field. <laughs> okay, here's a wild one. Uh, this is from Luke. What up, Luke? Luke's coffee. Okay, he says, "Hey, uh, this person orders a decaf shot with one pump of caffeine, what splash of milk, and." Steamed water, Americano style. Luke said, I tried to educate them, but they still order it that way. I just love... Wait a second. Steamed water. Can we can we break this drink down? My head So hurts. first off, so we're doing Americano style, so that yes. means it's a 12-ounce beverage, right? Sure. Yeah. So we got a 12-ounce beverage. What is a pump of caffeine? Yeah, okay, so let's think. What is technically one pump of caffeine? So you put coffee... Into a like one of those syrup bottles, and then you pump it out. Maybe that's it. You really think that's it? Sure. Why not? Why would you pump caffeine? Okay, so okay, let's say that's caffeine. A splash of milk. Can we get an ounce amount for a splash? I hate when people say splash because I never know specifically what they mean or want. To me, a splash is about two ounces. Okay. Can we? Because I can make a good splash of probably an ounce or two ounces, like yeah. pump. You know what I mean? So okay, so we got how much? Ca- wait, how much did we say is a pump? Uh, like an ounce. So let's say a pump. No, a pump is like, uh, yeah, let's call it an ounce and a half. Okay. <laughs> no, half an ounce. <laughs> let's call it half an ounce. So a half ounce of a shot. So that's a pump. And then a splash. So that's two ounces of milk. Okay. And then steam. You have to steam your water. Because, yeah. Because you know. it's not hot enough. Well, no, you have to aerate it. Oh, you got to get important. the air out of yeah. the water. Yeah. So yeah. then you take that and do that. And then you, you have, then Trey, how would you call out this drink? I got a uh, coffee pump with milk and water, Americano style <laughs> on the bar. Americano style. I would say, yeah, I got an Americano style one pump of <laughs> one pump caffeine with milk with splash of milk, steam water. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. Okay. okay. Sorry, uh, I had to just do that. Dean's Mercer said, "Okay, old guy used to whisper order to staff and walk away. Only paid if reminded. Hot Americano." Really? That's just weird to me. So, like, this is one of those ones where I have a hard time putting this guy in a type. Because I'm like, is he ignorant or is he knowledgeable? Does he know that if he orders but doesn't actually pay and just kind of walks away like he doesn't know, he's going to get away with a free drink? Or is he just ignorant and doesn't realize he has to go pay and then get his drink? I mean, kind of hard. I don't know. Sometimes. Is he dumb or is he a genius? Is he a genius? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, small Sophie. Hey, said, small Sophie. Okay, her the best one was old man with lots of stories. So definitely a talkative one. Let's go. Um, twelve ounce of whatever drip is my favorite that day. 
That's awesome. That is a barista's love language. When you are like, at least baristas that really like are into coffee, when you're just like, hey, like, you know, pull me whatever you're liking or, you know, asking about the coffee. Especially like, saying drip because yeah. that's like, wait, I mean, not, and this isn't like because it's less work to get drip because sometimes it's not less work to get drip mattering if you're at a drip. But a lot of times it's just kind of nice because drip is just simple, easy, and it's fun. And it's like relaxing to just sip on, especially if you're a talkative person. Like my favorite people are, are my friends that come in and say like, hey, make me like, what do you got on drip? Or if they want to pour over and I'm pumped to make it, they're like, yeah, make me whatever your favorite pour over is. And it's somebody that has a relationship. I love that too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think drip's so underappreciated too. I agree. But, okay. Uh, the worst though, she says, is incorrectly wearing a mask all the time. So I guess this is a person. Um, iced matcha with half almond milk half heavy whip what half almond why do they get the almond milk i don't well why do they get the heavy whip why do they get half here okay wait a second did we just make the next best product think about this so half and half exists yes but does half and half exist when it's half almond milk half heavy whip think about it man I know, but because almond milk is kind of watery. But the what I'm saying, oh yeah, is half and half exists. That's what I was. Did we just create the next best alt milk? That's what I was wondering. Because like, is it you know an alternative still having that good like almondy taste? Because almonds garbage. Almond milk's kind of garbage in my opinion. So almond milk is definitely garbage. (laughs) But heavy whipping creams also, and it's iced matcha. Horrible. Like you're already kind of like you're you're flirting a line of like something not tasting good. Already like drinking grass at that point. Hey, I like iced matcha. Easy. Sorry. Don't go there. Dude, Sorry. ice matcha with oat milk or freaking if you're lucky enough to get it with macadamia milk. Okay. We did do a really good mixed drink at Brisha Social with ALA. We did a matcha mule. What? Kentucky has this soda called ALA. It's amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. But they did ALA, which is kind of like a ginger soda with lime. or We had like a mint syrup and then a lime and then matcha. And it was the bomb. Dude, I'm going to make that. That sounds so freaking good. Yes. Okay. Z Graham said, "Rude dude who would come in every day and get a mocha, 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 with heavy cream, extra hot." So that basically screamed as soon as you put on the steamer. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Like, okay, if you're a barista and you've never done a <laughs> heavy. Just- Heavy cream Sorry. latte. Like, we just made a Dementor noise. I thought just all I could see was Dementors steaming milk. No, but seriously though, if you're a barista and you've never had to have the displeasure of making a latte with heavy cream, it's disgusting. Like, Here it goes. And then like, especially if someone just gets a plain latte with heavy cream, it's like putting that like you know that really like soury African coffee with this heavy cream, and you just make Greek yogurt. Like it's just like ugh, like so gross. Sorry, Z Grams. And extra hot is extra concerning. Like, and, and extra you know, hot is also extra really screamy. Dementors. Yes. It's like it gets to that boiling point where there's like, like really like that deep gurgle going. <laughs> okay, I'm not sure how to say his name. Uh, I don't even. I don't know. Marga Margox Fargery. No, Margo because it looks like it's uh, Louisiana. Maybe okay. I don't know. Margo. I don't know. Sorry, whoever this is. Uh, anyone who thinks they know a lot about coffee but only drinks V60s with cream and sugar. Yeah. That's pretty annoying. That's a big blanket statement there that I agree with. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. They've but all fallen short. If you want to pay me more money for the same thing you can get on drip that you're going to put cream in. I guess it's your I guess that's your deal. Whatever. You think you know something. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I, I trusted you, Anakin. Illicit <laughs> <laughs> uh, entropy. You're really bad at this. I know. 
Okay. <laughs> well, some people have crazy IG handles, but anyways, uh, <laughs> their favorite custody, um, iced dirty chai, always tips $5 and genuinely wished everyone working a great day. That's awesome. I always, I always love those like custies that are actually like, and it's an iced dirty chai, you. classic good drink there. Yeah. Classic tasty. That's awesome. Let's go. Always appreciate those and people. And thanks for tipping, not only tipping, but wishing everybody a great day. That is honestly amazing. Yeah. Okay. Allison Malone. What up, Allison Malone? Allison. What up? She's our we friend. We know Allison. <laughs> yeah. Does she live in Houston now? I think yeah. she lives in Houston. She worked yeah. in a coffee in New York City. Oh, yeah. New York. Shout out to our New York listeners because there's a ton of you apparently. What up, Holly? What's up? I don't know any of you, but what's up? Okay. She said, a uh, girl came in every day basically wanting the build her drink hero. This made me think of like... <laughs> her drink hero. It made me think of like guitar hero. Yeah, like, I like, just love okay. that. <laughs> uh... She'd want a quad shot over ice in a cocktail shaker so she can shake it and then pour in her own milk. What? That is uh, interesting. So quad shot over ice, whatever. Cheater latte, here we come. Yeah, right. But not only, I mean, getting in a cocktail shaker kind of makes sense. It sweetens it up because uh, air sweetens. But the fact that she wanted to shake it up herself like, and then add her own milk. Maybe she should like... like Apply to work at this coffee exactly. shop. Exactly. Like, I think you're maybe you should just work in coffee. I mean, honestly, okay. or just make your own at home. Right, I'm not gonna try to say this name. Nope. Ref- say it. Figuero. Refeguero. I don't know. Sorry, guys. I suck. Okay. Uh, he said, Stephen. I guess that's the customer. Um, is cool, but I hate his single shot, half calf, half sweet vanilla latte. Ooh, that is relatable. Why do you pay? Why? Like you're gonna pay for a double shot vanilla latte? Yeah, and like I feel like there's a lot of. Uh, it's very common to have a customer like a custy that you love, but you hate making their drink. Yeah, like, that I've is had, common. I've definitely had those where like I'm like, oh, I'm so excited to see you, but I'm not excited to make a drink. <laughs> and I'm you're on bar. It's like you know, you're <laughs> yeah. like. <laughs> Hey, let me just keep talking on register. Oh, uh, I'm Rod Register. You, you you're go, a bar. You mind making that drink for me? Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, it's the worst. Yeah, I had one of those type of people where it was like, basically they'd want us to ice a tea and then throw a shot in it kind of thing situation. And I remember I was like, I got to brew a tea, then I got to pull a shot for that. And then they'd want steam milk in there like a fog. And I was like, I'm not going to keep making this. Yeah. Eventually. Uh, okay, I'm not even going to nope. say yes, this Yes, you name. are. Ben Sheridan. Sheridan. Ben Sheridan. Ben Sheridan. Okay. Uh, cool custy orders two caps, and it's fun because we do art competitions, and the custy picks a winner. We totally do that. You and yeah, I do that too. That's true. That's I, like my favorite thing. That's really fun because like you're bringing the the custy into the culture behind the bar. Yeah, you're bringing them into the community, and like that really kind of bridges that gap between barista and right. custy. It's pretty awesome. Yep. Um. Okay. Here's another. From Austin, I don't know how to say your last name, but he he messaged it because it was really long. Um, this won't fit in the text box, but my least favorite regular custies are the cup are this couple who acts like they're entitled to certain privileges because they're friends with the owner. Almost every regular is friends with the owners by the by now. They'll they'll sometimes help put away furniture and clean up, and then joke that they've earned their part of our tips or some free pastries. But you can tell they're only half joking. And once a week, every Sunday, they call 10 minutes before closing and say they'll be by five minutes after closing to pick up their two cappuccinos. And they always say sorry, but they keep doing it. And so one wonders how sorry they really are. They are just very inconsiderate and come off as very entitled. 
Yeah, that's not my. Yeah, that's sorry. That's a hundred percent not my vibe. I've dealt with like entitled customers that are like, "Oh, I'm friends with so and so. I'm friends with so and so," and I'm immediately like, even my friends that are like that, I'm kind of like, "Hey, don't say that." Like when I manage shops, and they're like, "Well, I'm friends with Trey," and I was like, "So you want to pay full price to support us staying in business, right?" Yeah, like, that's the point. But when people are like, uh, "Discount," I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Like, not to sound weird, but it's like. You know, for instance, coffee shops do a neighborhood discount for like the other businesses around them. That's basically so that those businesses come hang out with them and we can get to know each other like that. But if you're friends with the owner, like, shouldn't you like be putting away those chairs because you're pumped to help this place? And shouldn't you be paying for that full price latte because you want to help this business and keep it in business? Because I've known owners and managers, they give away free drinks all the time. And then they're like, man, we're just having a hard time keeping up, like having employees and stuff like that. And I'm like, weird. Yeah. So weird. If yeah, if you're a friend, you should always support your friends fully. Like, yeah, you should be the one paying full price. Like, and if I have a discount for me, for like for instance, I have a discount here in the shop that I work at in Lexington, and it's for me or family members of myself. So I never use it because I don't have any family here, and so there's only like two people that are I consider family here that when they come in, I give them that discount. But I'm not trying to throw my discount out at everybody because I know in the long run, like that's not going to help me get more hours when i want them and stuff and plus you know like coffee shops a beveraging business it already isn't going to be making a whole lot of money you know when it comes to like what they're doing so it's rough but yeah i don't man entitled customers because they know somebody that owns it or something yeah bro that's sorry that's whack and i don't know how to deal with them honestly as a barista i'm usually like okay cool and i'm i'll usually hold it up if they're like oh i know the owner and i can get a discount it's like cool can you mind if i call him real quick just to make sure just because a lot of people ask that or say that and, of course, then they're just kind of like, uh, I don't want to make a big fuss out of it. And it's like, cool. So you'll probably just pay for the $5 latte then. Right. If you intended to pay for that you can probably afford. And then the worst are the ones. Instead of the college kids that honestly can't tip because they don't make any money. Right. <laughs> and, like, the ones that, like, like, oh, I know the owner, so I can kind of, like, break the rules of Yo, the shop a little dude. bit. Because what are you going to do if you tell the owners, I tell them, you did this. Like, Yeah, cool. Tell them. It's the worst. It's like, I'd rather work at a place where people aren't doing that personally. But yeah, honestly. That's just me. Yep. Okay. Last one. From 10 Dirty Fingers. I don't know what that means, but it's, I like it. It's the IG handle. Okay. I would be making a delivery between... Oh, sorry. I read that wrong. I would be making a delivery between shops, and this guy would somehow be at both locations. Whoa. He was the worst. Just skipped the line and stood by the machine till you made his cap. No Wouldn't way. even ask. What? Bro, sorry. I'm like oh kind of a sarcastic dude, so I told him, like, hey, what can I do for you? Or, hey, what's up? And he's like, oh, I'm waiting for my cap. It's like, cool, could you get in line and then order it over there? Yeah. I'm just going to say how it is. That's that's kind of me, too. Like, I've been doing this for, I'm not like some like deep veteran, but I've just been doing it for too long for me to like really yeah. deal with that. I've had one customer that's been like that back when I was in Tyler, and the person kind of like worked for the organization that owned the shop. And they would always kind of do that entitlement thing just like that. And I'd be like, yeah, if you could go over there and order it, that'd be great. It's like, oh, I mean, I'm just waiting right here. It's like, cool, yeah, go over there and order it, and we'll get it out to you. It's like, not to sound weird, but this is kind of our dojo right now because we're running this joint. But that's just me. Yeah, if you you just stand by the machine like that and expect me to know what you want, I'll just act like I don't know what you want every time. I won't even acknowledge you. Yeah, play dumb. I'll just play dumb because that's dumb. Take that. What up? Oh, okay, you know what? I got an honorary mention because somebody just sent this in. So I'm going to drop this one real quick. This is kind of nice. Sure. Jacob Moss. What up, Jacob Moss? And I get, this is a good one. Uh, 
A married Chinese couple both worked at the same bank, no joke. Names were Vincent and Catherine. Came five days a week, five to ten minutes before closing. One macchiato, one cappuccino. But tipped well, always the same order, always uber polite. Always asked us how our shift was and chatted for a minute. Cleaned up the bar they sat at and then they were done. Wrecked my impression of five minute before closing customers and will never forget them. Man, for real. That's awesome. I had a a similar story and this is just me kind of speaking out to baristas, not only custies, but like there's kind of a fact at play here. If you say that you close at 5 p.m., then you close at 5 p.m. You don't close at 4.45. Like, if I come in and I want drip coffee at your shop, like, if it's five minutes till and you're like, oh, I already dumped my drip. Like, come on. Like, I'm not trying to sound like a jerk here, but I'm trying to be like, you know, we can't make customers help us close. We can't. Like, we can't force them to. But it's kind of like, I'm not going to lie. I've gone into shops personally as just like a customer. And I I'd honestly, like, the other day this happened because hours are changing so much. And I walked in literally five minutes before they closed. And I was like oh, man, I kind of felt bad. And I was like, well, and they're like, we're going to get you. I was like, well, I'll take a cap if you still get a head open. And they're like, yeah, of course. And I'm like, Heck, that's awesome. Yeah. But I've gone to shops that are 15 minutes till they close. And I'm just like, yeah, can I get a cap, cappuccino? That'd be awesome. And they're like, oh, I already shut down the machine. And in my head, I'm like, it's 15 minutes before you close. Like, your hours say you're open until 5. Yeah. What's up? But, like, that's I'm saying that in a barista standpoint, like, when you love your community, you do that. It sucks. Trust me. I've been the barista. Somebody came in at 58, ordered six drinks. It sucked. Mm-hmm. But it's a reality of those are the hours that we posted, and yeah. they have a right to those hours just as much as we do, even though it sucks to close a little bit later. But I will say, if if you're a customer listening to this, or if you're a barista that gets a chance to talk to a customer, you know, that is literally, that is a prime customer that does that. Not even the tip part, but people that are just aware they order the thing, they clean up after themselves, they're super thankful kind of thing. Like for me as a barista, that'll go you could show up at fifty eight, two minutes till, and all all you do is just clean up after yourself and are thankful. I'm not gonna even be mad because I'm gonna be like, you know what? I like serving you guys. Like you guys are aware and you're nice and you're kind mm-hmm. about it. And so kudos to them for real. And everybody deserves a hundred percent of our best yes. all the time. Yes, they do. So it's like I had I had people come in. We have a three group head slayer. I only had one group head open, and I had a big family come in right before closing on a Saturday night, and I yeah. wanted to go home. But yeah. like they were so grateful and understanding. They tipped me well, and they even when I locked the door and they're out front, they said, "Oh, thank you so much. It was this is really good. Thank you." I was like, ah, "I'm glad you like it." And it's like it's cool to have the satisfaction of, and I brought a hundred percent. Two minutes before close, just like I would two hours into a shift. Yeah. So. But that's our rant that's to our fellow rant. baristas. Step it up, y'all. Step, come but on. Come on now. This is the Socialist Barista Podcast. Thanks for listening. Please nominate us for a spreadsheet so we can be nominated and people can find us. That'd be great. I, we probably won't win, but we want to be nominated. Why not? Yeah. Okay. Let's... But happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening. And be thankful. Be thankful for the season finale of the Socialist Barista Podcast.